All right, welcome back to another episode of Beneath the Surface Podcast. We are back for another week after a long hiatus, but Derek is good to uh, it's good to catch up with you again, bro. It's a lot to talk about. Hey, yeah, what's going on, Paul? Glad to be back, man. Um, been waiting to, to 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 get back on the podcast with you, brother. So uh, everything is good, man. Glad to hear from you too. Yeah, dude. You know what's funny when we take these long breaks. Like I get so many ideas. I hear things when I'm out just talking to random people or just listening to some kind of content. I'm just like, ooh, I really want to talk about this in the podcast. And then like it gets to podcast day and me being me, I don't write a lot of things down. I'm just like, right. oh man, where should we go? <laughs> where should we go? <laughs> but I'm like, dude, <laughs> I had a million topics, man. But I still got, there's a couple of good ones that I really want to uh, pick your brain about today. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, jump in on dig a little deeper and kind of uh, get your thoughts about some things, bro. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of stuff's been going on, man. Some stuff I want to share with you too as well, bro. So I'm kind of excited, man. All right. Well, first thing first, how are you doing? Mental state, like your uh, overall well-being, like how you feeling, bro? Um, overall, bro, I am um, I'm feeling wonderful, bro. Honestly, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, um, very, uh, very strong, um, you know, um, both uh, uh, mentally, physically. And um, um, I've really been going to work on that, man. So, yeah, man, I've been, you know, very, uh, very uh, positive and, and, and optimistic about things. And uh, um, I feel pretty grounded, man, in, in, in my life right now, brother. You know, what saying what about you, though? That's dope, man. I like to hear that. Yeah. 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 I'm good. I'm good as well, man. I, I feel um, in terms of like just life, I feel things are very calm. Um, work has been a little crazy, which is, you know, I, I feel like that's just who I am, man. Like I bite off a lot more than I can chew. And I just, I don't know if I could have it any other way. Like, it's just, I'm kind of built that way, man. Like I have a very, um, I'm very confident in terms of feeling like I can do anything. And then when everything happens, I'm just kind of like, oof, I'm a little overwhelmed. But hey, man, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather be that way than the other way, you know, where I just don't have enough to do. And, like, you know, so all good, though. I mean, all in all, dude, I'm, I'm good, man. Good, brother. I'm glad to hear it, man. Hey, man, you know, being busy is uh, is a good thing, man. You know, and in in this time where there's a lot of people that are unbusy or busy doing the wrong things, man, for you to be busy doing the right things is, is always a good is is a you you moving in the right direction, bro. Yeah, but you know, we 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 do have to uh, practice stillness and can't forget about you know taking time for um just to make sure your mental health is right and to be calm and um really appreciate life as well. So there is a duality within with all things. Yeah, facts, man. Facts. Yeah. So, bro, let's dig a little deeper. All right. Man, you know, I really want to get your idea about... So, I don't know if you've seen this, man, but, like, since the... Uh, since the protest first started, I think, uh, you know, it kind of... The ball got rolling with the Mata Aubrey. We talked about this on pe- previous podcasts. And then with George Floyd, the death of George Floyd, like, it was just full on like you know we're out here and since then 
what I want to talk about since then, there's been like over a hundred statues and monuments that's either been taken down or defaced or destroyed. And I really just kind of want to get your take on that because it's moved from um, removing like Confederate statues, like symbols of the old way to now there's um, certain president statues that they want to take down or people would like to take down. Um, I've seen like Andrew Jackson, Thomas Jefferson, like a sh- there's been like 30 uh, Christopher Columbus statues been taken down, which, you know, I mean, that's been a controversial holiday since like I can remember as a kid. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, what, what's, what's your take on that, dude? Like taking down statues, not only of uh, the Confederate, I don't know what's, what's the word for them. Um, there's different there's soldiers, presidents, different people who um, they did something in the Confederate uh, during the Civil War, which, you know, they're on the losing side. In my eyes, I'm just like, you're anti-patriots if you support that. But what's your take on that, man? Like some people argue that you're taking down a part of history. It's you're trying to erase our history. And some people are for it because it represents something that was a, like the bad part of our history that didn't include um, everyone. It, it was it was it was anti-inclusion. It was slavery. It was racism. Like these statues to a lot of people represented a lot of bad things, man. What do you think? Um, you know, it's um, in today's society, man, I've noticed that there's been a, 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 a demantling of so many um, so many different symbols and icons and statues. Um, and, you know, it's symptomatic of, of the people wanting to um, just change the, what we've what we've looked up to as idols. Um, yeah, I know there is some, there is a lot of dark history uh, behind some of these the, these uh, these different statues. Not saying all the statues are bad or whatever like that, but what they may represent the symbology of it. Um, it could kind of become an eyesore, man. I mean, I don't. Uh, and so, in I'm always kind of torn, man, between so many different things that happen with 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 the way the nation is going because. In one sense, yes, this is our history. But in another sense, I also understand how people may say, all right, this is our history, but why do we have to have statues of it? Yeah. Why couldn't it be in like a museum or be somewhere where it's not, um, it's not, uh, how can you put it? Um, basically, like like the idols and images kind of that we want to see are those that are, are of empowerment, uh, diversity. Maybe we want to change and get some more. Maybe we want to see statues and images of people that represent uh, change or empowerment of all people. You know what I mean? Um, And so uh, although it does, you know, this is this is another part of uh, the um, the 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 aftermath of uh, or matter. I'm sorry. This is part of the effect of this transition and um it's kind of abrupt because i mean hey who 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 knew that we're going to start attacking the statues um at the same time man i think the people as a whole 
just want to be rid of all um, images that maybe like depict um, people doing good by trampling over others. And however form that may come, right? You know, yeah. even with Christopher Columbus and stuff like that. I mean, that was great, but we all know like Christopher Columbus said he founded America, but if there were people there, then how could you say he founded America? Like it, it was already found, you know what I'm saying? you know so it's just it's just little things like that um that have kind of like people just are are kind of fed up and you know what too man i thought about it too as well we've been lied to systematically so much that we're attacking everything now you know the 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 books that we that that have been given to us in our you know our standard economic uh, or, or in academia, rather, um, and even in economics too, as well. These these things have been so uh, tainted um, that it's kind of like it's made it's made us say we want to get rid of everything. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think you're right about that. Like, we've definitely been taught some just foul things like growing up and it's been a cycle for a long time. It's, it's good. Like in a one sense, it's, it's good that people are starting to be more aware of this to become more enlightened, more conscious and having more of, uh, uh, I guess the, the, the willingness to do something about it. Um, and I think that's great, man, about this generation where we're at today. Um, and I do think like when you erect a statue in public, it's you're honoring that statue. Like if you put up a statue, Derek, can you hear me still? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry. If you put up a statue of me in the center of Central Park in Rancho Cucamonga, like, you know, every that would be a proud thing for my family, for my grandkids, my great grandkids. You know, like people will look at this like, wow, there's a statue of this person. Like you must have done something amazing, right? Like you don't think of like, oh, this is just the bad person part of our history. We're going to put up a statue of them. No, you do that to honor a person, man. And so if it turns out like, oh, you put up this statue, let's say, let's say I did some like wild stuff. Like I got a statue because, you know, we had a war and I killed, you know, 1500 people by myself but it was people that they were already here before me and you know i was on the side where i wanted to come in and just get rid of them so we could take the land you know eventually yeah during the time you were definitely a hero but later when 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 history said and done how are you going to be remembered you know other than a murderer maybe like the people that were proud of your success back then they're long gone you know so you know I, it is a slippery slope because for example there's a um there's a statue there they're look they're going to take down of a priest in san francisco and what this priest was famous for was um doing public exorcisms at like one of the big um national parks up in San Francisco and he started a bunch of uh, missionaries or missions in here in California and um, 
over time, those those missions have done like some great things for a lot of people. They helped a lot of people. But the reason why the statue is now controversial is because, and they want to take it down, is because this guy literally um, forced Native Americans to convert to Catholicism, and if they didn't convert, he would like basically punish them, like beat them, like it was abusive. And so it's like, man, how does history remember somebody like that? That they did eventually a lot of it turning like good, but he also did a lot of just foul things, man. So it's like, do you honor a statue like that or should it be taken down? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the hard part, man. Um uh, you know, there's skeletons in everyone's closet, man. If you if you dig far enough down. Um but I think, like I said, it comes back to just, uh, you you know how you said it. If you put up an idol to, if you put up an idol to, if you put up a statue to, 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 to acknowledge someone for what they've done, um, putting up a statue puts a light on both the good and bad. Now, maybe we've read about the bad, but never kind of spoke on it. But now in the midst of this protest and um, the dismantling of certain uh, um traditions that have that have went on in the past yeah you're right maybe the people back in the day when they put the statue up everyone thought that was a good idea for those people but that generation is long gone now and it's a new generation now so the old statues that once made sense to a generation you know many many decades ago don't make sense to the new generation i mean we're, we're talking about millennials we're talking about generation x now um our, our needs are different no and Z. yeah huh no, some millennials and Generation Z, like yeah, Generation Z, yeah. Our 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 values are different. Our our views are different now, and so, um, I think that uh, the 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 country is has not has not begun. I think that what was probably happening too as well. The government, America, has not begun to recognize the changes that have happened with our generation. You know, there is no statues that have that have been put up about the people that have done good things for our generation. Yeah, we put up statues for them. You know, back in the day for what they did. But what about the people that have done things for us? But what even, about you can still even honor certain figures of history that did way better things that were like agents of change and that were people who, you know, overcame adversity. Like you know, you have Harriet Tubman and uh, Fred sure. Douglas, and like you have like there's been great people throughout history that did amazing things and so you know maybe it's the time that statues start to get replaced like let's honor the the good parts of our our if we're going to recognize and honor someone let's put up figures of people who deserve it and for the other people look history is history you can't change it not saying like you know we gotta you know these people can't be remembered in some way but let's remember them for what they were you know what i'm saying like put them in a museum and let's Let's read about the good and the bad, you know, everything. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, you know what, man, I think will be a good idea is because our environment is changing so much now. And so to get off of the old traditional um, ways of doing things, maybe, you know, the guard is changing now, man, the old guards out and the new guards coming in. And I think we're more flexible as a, as a, as a country. So maybe we should have, removable statues maybe we should maybe statues should be put on 
on foundations that at one point the statues can be removed and new statues put in its place rather than like making a statue out of like stone or something or whatever make statues where um they had a detachable base so statues <laughs> could be acknowledged at one point and then the other statues could be moved out and ones put in its place yeah i think you know i think i don't know just something that's something that's more flexible for the time i mean you know um you had people that were what do you call it? You had people that. What about the people that helped start the um, the, the the LGBT movement? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they were people. Like there was there's stories about that that they you know they wanted to stand up for what they believed in, and there were fights and they fought for their rights and stuff like that. And regardless of how you feel about them, there were people that that decided to 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 to, to stand for freedom. You know, just to say like, look, this is what we believe. And 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 we want to stand up for those rights. And because of that, there's a big there's a big movement to that to that you know because of that today. What about those people? Yeah, but you look, know, I mean, those people can go on forever. Well, you know, I mean, but the thing is, like you said, a lot of people got some skeletons in their closet as well. So sometimes, well, I don't know. I think back then people knew what was happening, and they still just they chose to only look at one side of it, but. You know, the good thing is this is uh, creating um, like a ripple effect throughout other countries. I think Belgium started taking down some statues of people like the oppressors that they put up back when, you know, countries were colonized. Um, Yeah. The UK started taking down some statues. There was who else? A couple of other countries. New Zealand had a couple of statues they started taking down. Like this is creating like, man, dude, the ripples that is creating amongst the world is it's pretty awesome to see, bro. Like, these are things that's been erected for hundreds, a couple hundred years. And we're now at a place in our society where we're like, dude, no more. The people have spoken. And it's not the government. I wouldn't say it's the government that's been the agent of change. It's the people that's forcing it. They're forcing it to happen. Yep. And yep. it's crazy. I mean, we're in 2020 and this is like a time where you're seeing like unprecedented things happen like this. Yeah, it was bound to happen, bro. I mean, you know, who knows how long this had been brewing? You know, we don't really know. I mean, this could have happened before our parents were born where this stuff was starting and it was kind of building up to this this peak. And now, um, yeah, I think a, a lot of stuff will change, man. Didn't know statues would be affected. But then again, when I think about it, I'm not surprised, man. I think um, if if we were just, okay, so if we were just, if we were all out just knitting, right, for example, knitting, you know, making uh, blankets and everybody around the world started knitting blankets, that could tell you, like, man, we've been really, really needing to knit, man. That's, you know, we, we've really had this deep seated desire to knit. And now, you know, the, the, the levees broke. But when you see things like the dismantling of statues and rioting and stuff like that and even the protests and it's going on a global scale it's because there's many people bro that's been feeling that way besides america and it took that one spark and once they started seeing that you know america which is which which a lot of the world is looked up to as a leader for for change and 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 a leader for for um pioneering of, of the future and science and stuff like that um they decided to speak up too man you know uh and it's just it's 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 uh it just goes to show you the need was there and many people around the world have been feeling the same way about their government 
you know um and so it was that that it was probably bound to happen man yeah hey what about fourth of july so we're fresh off fourth of july um i saw a lot of lots this is the first time i think i've ever seen so many anti fourth of july like posts and there was like a hashtag like no fourth of july or something like that dude where it was like against the fourth of july this year because yeah there's a lot of people dude that was like anti fourth of july this year because they said the founding fathers were slave owners and the constitution they wrote all men were created equal but only applied to white men when the country was freed in 1765 but however slavery existed till 1865 we had before we had the civil war and so there was a lot of like anti fourth of july happening i'm just like oh now we're getting deep man we're getting deep and you're gonna start testing a lot of people's uh like you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment where it's just like okay we're just on this anti fuck everything right now so like nothing is nothing is of value because of what happened in the past and granted there's still police brutality we still got you know a little ways to go i'll say a long ways to go with race relations in this country but let's not act like our struggle is so like you can relate to the struggle of 1865 like people who lived then you know granted like I said, I don't want to dismiss anyone's struggle today because we still got a long ways to go. But for all intents and purpose, man, this is a much better country than a lot of other countries. You know, at least um, most of the world. I mean, if you live here, you're already like in the top 5%, like the wealthiest people in the world. Even if you yeah. make like minimum wage, you know what I'm saying? That's... yeah that's where we're at today so I'm, I'm just like you know for this country is definitely flawed man we got some work to do like i said but this is still like one of the best countries to live in i haven't lived in other countries but i assume that it is still a country that is, it's it does a lot for its people and granted not everyone's getting a fair shake being a black man it's it's definitely not as easy but would I take my chances here over somewhere else? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's uh it's it's a little tough, man. I um I mean the the there are and I think you know what this is what has to happen. I think that the government, um I think you know what it is, man. I think like right now everybody's attacking everybody is because there is no leadership. There is no leadership. Well, there is nobody. Sucks, huh? Is it, well, our leader sucks. Well, yeah, no, no, no. When I mean leadership, I mean like, you know, back in the day when we had John F. Kennedy, you know what I mean? And and, and he was, you know, um, people really looking up to John F. Kennedy. He inspired the nation, you know. Um, you know, you know, don't ask what, what 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 my country can do for me, ask what can I do for my country. You know, he was the one that got people to start to think about how to make America really great. And I'm not I'm not, you know, using the Trump, you know, is not advocating Trump, but what I'm saying is he got people to be connected. And right now there is no voice. There is no major voice that holds weight that can direct the country where it needs to be. So we're attacking everything. 
You know, there is no Martin Luther King. There is no Malcolm X. There is no, um, you know, John F. Kennedy. There is no real voice right now that really can stir the people where it needs to be. And that's what, what, what what's happening. We're, we're just, you know, we're tacking all this other stuff. Now, for the 4th of July, I didn't see a lot of 4th of July stuff. I kind of stayed home. I was chilling. So I really was out, you know. But, man. Um, just to speak on that, if people are against the 4th of July, um, it's a little tricky, man. Because look, once again, the independence that we took when we were like, Britain, we're done. We're done. Um, all entrepreneurs can respect that. Because that in turn, the same drive and the same... Um, 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 will that it takes to 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 say no to those that are kind of that's the same drive that entrepreneurs and families, not just entrepreneurs but families, do every day. We use that same drive to to say no to our employers, you know, or 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 yes to a business, or even just no to mediocrity. And, and even now, hell, the way the country is now, this is a, a, another. Uh, um, this is the same thing as when we were, were we were telling England no, you know we don't want to we don't want to we want to be our own independent our own independent um, country. Um, the people are doing the same thing. We don't want to you know go by the old laws anymore. We want to do our own thing. So the same will that they had back then to create our independence is the same will that we're using now. Now, mind you, yes, um, it's hard to say. Look, man. Let's still let's still do Fourth of July, and and celebrate that, and neglect the fact that so many Black people were were dehumanized and castrated and killed and stuff like that. And I can't sit up here and honestly tell you, hey, the Fourth of July is great, um, and all those people that died, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Because 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 now us saying, you know, well, we don't want to do Fourth of July. It's also because we're saying those people that died back then white and black there's tons of white people too that died that were also against slavery and stuff like that too as well i think there was a movie by by um matthew mcconaughey i think it was called a free state of jones and it was based on a true thing where it was this white guy who was like you know what we want to we're going to declare our state independent and we're going to allow black votes and stuff like that and you know he went you know what i'm saying so there were a lot of people that died um fighting for the independence and the rights for uh, blacks and, and the abolishment of slavery and, and giving black people the chance to vote. So all those people that died, us kind of protesting against Fourth of July is to is to acknowledge them too as well. So um it is tricky, man. It is tricky. On one hand you have America wanting you know, you know, people wanted to branch off and make their own dream called America, which we all can uh, what we all can can um understand um and then there's also the, the the dark side of it that we also want to not neglect and be like hey man that wasn't cool too as well um but like i said it's just hard because we don't have a real strong leader that can unite the people you know we don't have someone that's on um the social media the platform that all of us are using to give us some 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 rationale how to think about things how to help us to quell things because even here because even if you think about it too paul remember when john f kennedy died his brother his brother got on 
and the black people i mean not, not john f kennedy i'm sorry when martin luther king died john f kennedy's brother got in front of the black people and was like look you guys are pissed i get it you probably hate white people because of that i get it but just let you know my brother was killed by a white man too like 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 if you listen to that speech it's so powerful because he was this this, this this white dude right you know john f kennedy's brother got up in front of these black people man and he gave them something to think about and as much as hurt and as pain as we were and as, as much as much evil that we might have had in our heart because of what had happened and you know them taking out a great for the time uh he spoke reason and it changed it helped change things we don't have that right now and we desperately need that and until we find that or or or, or some leader or some sort is able to step up and do that um we'll have a lot of fallout we'll have a lot of spillover because we don't really have direction right now the positive direction that we need that can take all this pent-up energy that we have and channel it into something more positive right now we just don't yeah don't get me wrong i think there are a lot of um a lot of like brilliant powerful leaders within the black community even like today that people can rally behind but i still think people value hierarchy so we always listen to well what does the president have to say because you can have all these voices but at the end of the day it's like well who are they other than just a powerful voice and when you when you nominate status and i think that's why the president's voice is always still the loudest because we always expect well this person can do something about it because they're in leadership like the highest form of leadership over this country and look man love love the president or hate him he has a loud voice and when he speaks yeah he people yeah. rally behind him man and yeah unfortunately a lot of shit that comes out of his mouth is very divisive it's the rhetoric he talks is it's not made to bring the country together he's a poor leader love him or hate him he's a poor leader yeah. um yeah and although there's a lot of people like you know i'm listening to a lot of people like they say a lot of really good things um you got like michael eric dyson and you have like oprah and killer mike and like people um what's the other dude uh cornell west like you got a lot of people are, are making a lot of sense right now but i think because they don't hold the status that to really get the country's ear like someone yeah. like the president would and that's why i still think like i got a like an Obama. Like an Obama. <laughs> and so man, I'm telling and you, I, bro. I think that's why, man, you can have like all these great like voices out here, but there's something about that presidency, man, that really gets everyone's attention when they speak. Because that's who the world is looking at. Everyone else is, yeah. you know, it's it's a voice. And we're gonna, you know, look, the people are powerful when we all unite. But you had like Obama in office who was trying to preach a message of hope. And yep. you have freaking Trump in office who's preaching a message of let's this is this is what's wrong with the country. We got to make it great again, like getting rid of the Mexicans. Um, he's always with the dog whistle for white supremacy. Like it's, you know, people vote for their interests like, oh, well, financially, he's making my country a lot of money and he's helping me with my taxes. Like, yeah, dude, he's doing that. That's good for you. But 
what about the overall scheme of things? And I don't try to be political too often, but I don't know, man. I see what he's doing. I'm just like, this is foul. Like to still support somebody like this, I just I can't get behind it, dude. Yeah, and I, I mean, understanding why other people do as well. Yeah, I mean, everybody look, man. Everybody's got their own um, beliefs, man. That's what makes uh, America what it is, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, people may not, people may love, people may hate Obama. I get it. It, it, everybody's got their own opinion but I tell you man uh, I, I really did enjoy Obama's uh, uh, presidency man Obama would be talking to I remember like when we had the issues with like the with the Apple and the, and, and, the, and the safety where Apple was like no one could get into your phone not even the government Obama sat down and he talked to them I think he, he spoke with um, uh, the guy who, who, who rented Alibaba or something like that, or somebody like that not Alibaba or somebody but he talked about that. He was like, listen, guys, you know, I understand privacy is very important, but there has to be some happy medium where we come to to where we can um, do what we need to do to uh, stop um, preliminary attacks and plans from terrorists. So we have to come to some some to some happy medium. And you know what? That type of stuff was really powerful because I was like, you know, it's true, but it, it gave people something to think about. And. Many different times, man. You know, he's on a he's on the the presidential roast, and he's and he's doing these different things and all this other stuff. And I think he had the ability to just kind of talk some sense um, into people. Even hell, even when Kaepernick, when he did the 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 the, the knee, uh, Obama sat and he spoke um, to somebody, and there was the, the the U.S. military was there, and soldiers were able to ask questions to Obama, and 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 he, that was one of the questions that he 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 said it so well. He was like, "Look, man." You know, I know that it could be offensive sometimes, but this is this is also what we're fighting for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you may not like the fact that people do not acknowledge the the the, the anthem, but you have to respect that person's right to, to 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 voice your opinion, just as much as we expect we 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 respect your right to say I object. But you know, we can't like figure we you know like how you put it, man, was so cool. But basically, just try to say. We have to respect each other's opinions and try to find a middle ground because the democracy um, allows for us to have contrary opinions, but not to fight against each other, but just to know that each opinion is, although different, just as important and how to understand each other. And it was things like that that kind of made America be like, or at least for me, I would say like, huh, you know what? It's true, man. You know, the military guy has a point. It is offensive. But also Kaepernick has a point too as well because he also has rights too as well. Yeah, but it's not and it's not about black versus white. You know what I'm saying? It's about like how can we meet in the middle and respect each other's viewpoints, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, dude. It makes sense. Um you know Kaepernick got the idea of kneeling from I think it was like a Navy SEAL like somebody in the military he said how can I still honor the flag and also protest and they told him the best way you can do that is by taking a knee and that's why he started taking a knee like he because he respected the military and that was the recommendation from a military officer was that's the best way you can respect the flag is you take a knee and you still honor the country and still, but you know, he had his own former protest, which was against police brutality, which now everyone's taking the knee. You saw those 
then it, uh, senators and shit come out with like daishikis and whatnot, and they're all like, <laughs> yeah. man, like now everyone's getting behind the cause. And when he was doing it peacefully, quietly, it was a big issue. And now people out here, and when 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 the protests happen, when riots happen, when looting happen, now it's like it's still it's even a bigger issue. Well, you can't do it peacefully. You can't do it loudly so it's like well guess what now it's just gonna do this shit however <laughs> you want because you don't you got a problem with it either way you know yeah yeah no i get it anyway man. we got we went um, down we went down that path again man so let's uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a good topic good topic though yeah. but yeah we can't transition man but very 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 good points indeed brother yeah all right bro so uh let's shed a little light man lighten it up what, what's uh what's good going on in the world yeah, let's light up the world, brother. Okay, so um, something interesting, man. There was this family, right? And um, family from London, right? They this they decided to move to one of the smallest African countries uh, um, around to save coral reefs. So. Um, very interesting, man. I mean, I know we got a lot of protests going on, but listen, man, at the same time, um, it was a very interesting story. You know, this British family, man, they had, you know, had a good, you know, well off, you know, and there was always into traveling and stuff like that. And, um, they had been to this place called, um, Salichis or something like that. And they're always, uh, uh, diving there. And they noticed that the coral reefs had, were, were diminishing. And, um, a lot of it had to do with the the, the, the rising in sea in sea temperatures, and so many people that also traveled to this place to, to to see the coral reefs would always complain, like, "Yeah, man, the coral reefs are just not as beautiful. Um, they're kind of going away." And so what they decided to do was say, "Hey, we're going to sell our home and we're going to move to this island," and um, and they just you know a, a family of four and. They were going to help build, rebuild the coral reefs, man. And um, they got a lot of help and a lot of support uh, from, you know, some of the other the other um, uh, organizations there that are that are specialized in regrowing the coral reef. And um, and yeah, so they just decided to say, hey, look, man, we're going to take we're going to take this into our own hands and and, um, and make a positive change, you know, live equal friendly and um and just start doing it and so the the marine conservation society um they're 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 working together with this with this couple um and they're sending them equipment and tanks and all this stuff to help them to to um rebuild this coral reef off the 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 Salichis, um the Salichis island and um, they've even got technology to help rebuild the coral reef faster than it would off of um, as it would normally in the wild. So it's I thought it was a pretty cool thing, man, that, um, you know, the, these people decided to sell, you know, their lavish life and go live on this island, man, to do nothing but dedicate their lives to rebuilding the coral reefs, bro. Um, yeah, it's funny when you hear stories like that, like some people would automatically think like there's so many bigger problems in the world than the coral reefs like you yep. got well. human rights that we're fighting for right now but you know what 
like everything serves a purpose and you can't have, I don't know if you can have the whole world paying attention to one thing because there's, there are truly are a lot of issues in the world right now. Like, yeah, like you honestly need animal rights activists. You need, um, people that's focusing on nature because there's a lot of things that are happening that we just have no clue about that could probably have some huge, like negative effects if no one paid attention to it. So yeah, when, when exactly. you hear those stories, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, there's a bigger problem. But guess what, man? Like, if somebody wasn't paying attention to stuff like that, then it would probably affect us all, like the whole world in a, in a super negative way. So, man, yeah. you know, I respect people that feel that's a calling and they go out and they do that, even though it seems like it could be something like so minuscule compared to what's happening in the world. Because, like I said, man, like they weren't doing that few and a half all these people focusing on all these different things. Um, yep. You know, people can get away with a lot more. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Um, and, you know, the the, the 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 coral reefs, man, they affect the ocean. And so while we're up here worrying about what's going on above on, on land, the sea is, 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 is very important too as well. And, um, and then it also brings up, I mean, this, like some of this, this stuff is so cool because some of the latest technology they have is called micro fragmentation. And so what it does, basically, it's like, you know how skin, skin grows over a cut, you know what I'm saying? Like when you cut yourself, your skin grows over a cut. Mm -hmm. Well, typically just think about this for a second. Typically it takes coral reefs anywhere between 25 to 75 years to reach, um, maturity where they can, where that means, um, where they could begin to like, you know, really kind of grow and flourish. Right. So, um, what 20, what, what 25 to 75 years, it, it takes quarries 25 to 75 years to reach a certain level of maturity. That means it can take about six years, um, to plant, let's say 600 corals. Right. But with this micro, uh, uh, fragmenting, they can grow 40 times faster so we're talking like the 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 the, the scale here um you know with, with this thing is they're able to they're able to like um where the estimate really is that when this facility is up and running they'll be able to grow around 10,000 corals per year i mean like that's crazy because of this new technology but i mean i just you know my hats is off to people that can do that because it's just a guy and his wife and his two daughters and they're literally selling everything and they're going to go build the land there and they're going to live off the island and just dedicate themselves to that and so many people go and they say oh man the corals are so nice but they're going down and that's it but no one actually takes action so man hats off to these people man that are able to do that because um these are some of the change agents that we need to take to take responsibility for the world, man, and do their part. You know, they've got a great life, but how better would it be when they can do things like help the habitat, man? Um, and they're getting so much support from so many different people and so many different organizations that it's a beautiful thing. It was just a void that needed to be filled, man. So I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Dude, look, at the end of the day, you can argue about countries politics land but at the end of the day man like we all gotta inhabit this planet no matter what country race or yeah. anything dude like this is this is all we got man it's floating rock in space and if 
we don't take care of it, then we're all fucked. So, yeah, <laughs> I know you're right, man. You're right, brother. All right, bro. So, so um, what about um, what about intentions, man? Well, I'll kick it off. So, one thing I've been intentional about, I guess, over the last couple of weeks, is um, manifestation. I've really yeah. been like big on trying to manifest everything that I want. I got the, the what what I want my life to look like, what I want to happen in the future, what I want like like really being intentional about manifesting that. And I've been doing it through um um I would say some a form of meditation and also through words of affirmation um being cognizant of my thoughts and only focusing on things that I want to happen and um I've been just you know intentional about doing that lately so that's uh that's been me man what about you yeah same same um I've been doing the same thing too as well I've been pushing my workouts uh working on my self-image my self-talk you know, um, something that kind of stood out to me, man. Um, I heard it and it's, it, it, it goes like this saying goes like this. You can't be a later. You can't be a leader if you're too afraid to die. And I thought that was so powerful to me, man, because, um, so often, uh, you know, we're, we're, we, we, we may want to, to, to do things and lead our lives, but if we're not, if we're not, if we're too afraid to die, whether it could be our self image, uh, it could be, um, die to a, a, a different, an, our old values, our old perspectives, you know, um, or anything of those things. If we're not willing to sacrifice and we can't really be leaders. And so I've been using that, um, in my intentions, uh, uh, um, um, throughout the week throughout the every day just to you know not only push my workouts push my body but also to, to build my self-image and my self-talk and build those visualizations because the truth is man the people that are going to get out of this and get through all these transitions with with um with the strong head are going to be the ones that invest into their head invest into their mind and are putting these these thoughts and 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 yes don't get me wrong home depot lows hey listen everybody's building their yard up and doing all this other stuff great 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 but you better be building your mind you know what i'm saying you better be building your mind you better be putting you better be just as much as you lay down bricks and boards to build a garden in your backyard you better be laying down mental bricks and mental uh, uh, uh four by fours and building a garden in your mind and you better be planting those 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 seeds that are gonna that are gonna grow and makes and, and and make your life better you know what i'm saying and so um i really I, I really definitely support man what you're doing man i do the same exact thing and um i think those are some of the best things we can do for ourselves and be intentional about is doing that man building that building that brain that building those visualizations that brother yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree, dude. I feel like, uh, and once you're in that zone, I feel like you can really tap into something special, and you, you, you're aware of it. You're like, oh, I am. You know, it's 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 not to think of it like like magic. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about it. Like, oh, I can just think this, and it's gonna come to me. Like, you know, there's work that goes behind it. But if you only think about something, it all starts in the mind, and then your actions follow. So, you know, I don't want to ever dismiss work. (laughs) 
work ethic, whether you think like, oh, I'm just gonna get buff. I feel myself getting buff or I'm, I'm getting ripped, dude. I'm getting these muscles. Well, first the thinking like, I'm gonna do this. And then guess what? You gotta be in the gym like two hours, three hours a day. So, um, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I, that is just a disclaimer. Like I don't believe in manifestation. It's all in the mind. I do believe like it starts in the mind. And then once it's made up in your mind, like the body follows. And I do believe that God yeah. and the universe will transpire to kind of uh, open some doors or at least allow you to see things that you otherwise wouldn't. And then you take mm-hmm. uh, uh, advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, no, totally agree, man. Totally agree. That's how it works, brother. That's exactly how it works, friend. Cool, man. So where we at next, dude? Do you have any uh, moments of truth lately? Um, Moments of truth? Uh, you know what? The, yeah, the, the, the biggest moment of truth I had was the one where about um, the aha being that, you know, uh, um, you can't be a leader if you're too afraid to die. Uh, that was probably my biggest, uh, most truthful uh, phrase this week. And like I said, it hit me like a ton of bricks, man, because, um, I've, you know, I, we talked about it on different podcasts before, man, where I have this thing about um, sacrifice and and and, uh, and what that does and, and, and how that appeals to me. Um, and so, you know, I had never heard of that term, heard of the term in that way. And so it really just kind of hit home um, in terms of uh, what are you willing to die to in order for you to be the real leader? You know, it's like you can't be a boxer if you don't want to get punched in the face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's the same thing. Like it's, you can't say like, oh, man, I want to, you know, even for you, you know, Paul, you say I want to be a leader, you know, in my in my family, but you won't take a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be, you know what I mean? Like you want to you want to make money, but you won't work right it's 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 kind of the same thing you know you can't be a leader if you're too afraid to die so you got to be willing to die to everything if you if 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 need be you know die to your perspective die to old reality um and even man even um if you believe it man if you believe it physically die this is just me i mean i'm a little intense with it but (laughs) hey man you know uh, hey listen i tell you what bro if if uh if um um, you know, I, I heard it like this. Um, find something that you're willing to die for, and then turn around and live for it. Yeah, yeah, and no, I've, I've heard okay. this. Uh-huh. That, that's yeah. I've always, I've always, that's always been something. I was like, wow, you know, like look in your life, find something you're willing to die for, bro. Whatever it is, your family, your, you know, your, you know, your, your freedoms, or, or make sure your family's okay. Find out what that is and say to yourself, I'll be willing to give the ultimate price for that. And then turn around and use it as your motivation to push you to the next level. Well, yeah, that's um, the same thing you you would die for, the same thing you would live for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people, they just don't take that and they don't think about it like that, man. A lot of people like, oh, what would you really give your life for? Uh, You know, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? They don't really think about it like that, man. And really kind of like, put some intention behind it like man like this is something that this is something that i really would like cry over this is something that that i really that i really you know that hurts me um and the solution to that is also what i would want to you know live my life doing you know Mm -hmm. yeah no that's dope man i think uh i think it's important dude to really i think when you understand your purpose then you won't i don't think you'll fear death as much 
because you um you you've understood what what your mission is and yeah. then, you know if you don't look none of life is not promised to us this is a blessing and we get every day to live it and we're just fortunate to do it until we can't anymore but there's been shit great people that have died at a young age i don't know and that's i've, I've contemplated this a lot and it's like you know who's I think I think especially like in church that's I think that's when I really started like uh rebelling I didn't say rebel I'd say rebelling against church like when I did like go to church how you had to like you did all this prayer and then they tell you that oh you pray for sister so and so or brother so and so cuz they're in the hospital doing bad and God's going to keep them alive and this and I'm just like all right you know like Dude, who's picking and choosing? Like, kids die, old people die, healthy people might die. And I'm like, man, is this just random? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I just, at this point, I just don't feel like it's old to me to live a, like a long, like healthy life until I'm in my 90s. But I would be very appreciative if I got it. But I'm just like it's not old to me, you know. It's not old to anyone. Like if you get it, yeah, you're fortunate, you're blessed. If you don't, you're still blessed for the time you had here on, on this earth. But I just don't think anyone's pulling strings these days, man. It's or not say these days, but ever. I don't think that's just the way it works. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, man. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Life can be, uh, man. Life can life can be a trip, yeah. man. Um, but you know, that's probably why they say you know, live your life to the fullest, yeah. man, because you just never yeah. know. And look, I, you know, I say this now, but I know if I was ever, like, I don't even want to put this out there, but if I was ever faced with like a situation where, you know, your child is in the hospital and they're battling cancer, like, better believe I'm going to be praying to God, Buddha, <laughs> Allah, whoever, just like, please don't let, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to be asking that favor. So, that's funny, man. It's funny how you can contradict your own beliefs and know that you can, you will eventually contradict them. Like, I, will, I can say this now, and that's probably how I feel right now, but if I was ever tested, like, a, you know, like, with tragedy like that, I would probably, um, I would probably, you know, go against that. Yeah. Well, you know, the fact that you the fact that you bring it up now means you're aware of it. And I mean, hey, you know, Paul, wouldn't hurt yeah, if, you, if you find yourself in a situation where you needed to really, you know, um, call on some spiritual help that you were, you know, a little familiar with it, Paul. You know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> talking to God every day, man, praying, being grateful. Um, working working on your spiritual self could help you uh, um, if that were to ever be the case or something else, you know. So the fact that you are aware uh, and cognizant of that, they, you know, you should put that in your weekly intentions, man, to keep building your spirituality, <laughs> brother. So, you know, when that time comes, if that time ever does come, um, at least it, 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 you won't be a stranger talking to God like a uh, uh, God. Uh, uh, this is uh, this is Paul. Uh, you remember me, <laughs> uh, bro? I talk to God every day. There you I, go. There's never there you a go, day man. I don't like say a prayer ever. Hey man, that's beautiful, man. That's a beautiful thing, brother. It's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, man. 
So where we at, dude? We on um. Well, we can get to like that was powerful. We got a few more minutes left, man. Um, anything about that was powerful that you came across this week? Uh, yeah, you know, I saw I saw something that said, um, "Don't be afraid to live a big life." And I'm just like, oh. yeah, yeah. That kind of hit me, dude, because yeah, I, I think that. sometimes you grow up, and when you just don't have a lot, like. Yeah it's almost hard for you to feel worthy of having a lot or like yeah. living a big yeah. life of like doing these things. Like, yeah. you know, you start thinking small, like, Oh, I want to visit. Like, I want to visit, like, I don't know, 25 of the States before I die or something. And reality is like, you can have any in mind. I want to visit 50 countries. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, mm-hmm. Oh, I really want like to get in, this this Acura or something is like my my favorite car. It's like, dude, like I don't know, man. I just feel like there comes a point where you don't have to think small. Like you can feel worthy of like I can have anything that this next person has. Like I don't care how wealthy they are, I can get there too. Um, yeah, and really just stop limiting your own beliefs because I I, I do think that it's. It's possible, but it, it, you know, like we said earlier, it starts in the mind first. Like once you believe it, it's okay to set lofty goals, do like huge goals, goals that should scare you, and and not be limited to small beliefs because you feel like, oh, you know what? I probably won't never get like ten million if I want, but I can probably get like up to one, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. or I won't travel this many places, but I can probably get to like you know Vegas, and you know, it's like, dude, no nah, man, like it's time to feel like worthy and you can have anything that the next person can have. And I, yeah. I genuinely feel that way now, man. But that did, um, I realized that before I'd never felt that way, like coming up and it wasn't until like the last maybe couple years where I'm just like, Oh dude, I can, this is all within reach, you know? Yeah, that's good, man. I mean, Hey, listen, your, your your awareness is growing, man. It's evolving and it's uh um it's helping to support the life in the direction that you're going, bro. So um it's a big step, man. You should hey hats off to you, man. You should you should you should celebrate, man. And, and I really appreciate that, bro, because um I know when it happened for me, man, um it was something that really kind of like it really did change my life. When I when I kinda, you know, saw myself as valuable and wanting deserving of certain things um i it's it's like i was blessed and grateful to have came to that realization but it also kind of made me realize how many people don't you know what i'm saying like when you run into somebody and it's like bro like like you can have more and they're like what like what do you mean i can have more like i'm just stuck right here and it's like nah like what about your aspirations you know what i'm saying like like don't you don't you don't you wish for more and their mind can't even go there they're like well like i mean i just you know i just, I just want to make it but i just want to get through this day man i just i just, you know want to go home and get high man and hang out you know eat cheetos and i'm like man you know it's just, you know what i mean like it's hard man like like i take you to the water but i can't make you drink it my brother you know what i mean so it's always good man um and fortunate for those that have their minds have been able to kind of like get to that point to where you can feel deserving of what you want in your life you know yeah what about you man what do you what do you uh what do you feel that you uh 
you still need or you want or you 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 struggle with oh what i struggle with you know man i think like the biggest thing that i struggle with bro is um is my um procrastination sometimes because see like you can get what you want but what happens is is that sometimes well in my cases once i get what i want i get complacent so i'm gonna grind 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 because i'm trying to make an extra like i don't know i want to i want to make like i want to make you know i want to make you know i want to uh, 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 build a meditation goal. All right, I'm, I want to meditate for three times a day. I'm gonna just push for, push for, and wake up, do what I gotta do. And once I get to doing it three times a, a week, all right, I've achieved my goal. But then, if I don't set a new goal, um, I could get on top of it and then kind of fall back down again. So it's kind of like this vacillating, you know, between like getting it on and then keeping it on versus coming back. And um, that's kind of been my thing, man. But my visualizations have been getting stronger. Um, my prayers are beginning stronger. But, you know, when you achieve that success, maintaining that success sometimes, um, you know, it, it, it can get a little kind of like uh, bummy for me sometimes. And I think that has to do with my self-image. I think that, you know, if you're not comfortable with being at a certain place, when you get there, you won't stay there. So mm-hmm. I still got some work to do with my weekly intentions. But um Right now, I kind of like, you know, I get to a place and I'm there for a little while, but then sometimes I kind of come back down again and then I get back up again and I'm there for a little bit. And then I come back down again and I've got to get to the point to where I get to a goal. I, I stay there and then I go up even more and then I get there and stay there and then I go up even more. Um, and so that has to do with like, even though I feel deserving um, when I get it, you know, kind of like building on that versus kind of like resting in my laurels and be like oh man this is great enjoying that moment instead of saying like all right this is great enjoy that moment celebrate okay now let's focus and how to like how can i double my goal and and move forward you know what i'm saying that's kind of right yeah i think that's a common struggle man um yeah but you know look man the marathon continues bro this is uh it ain't a sprint you know what i'm saying (laughs) Yeah, you're right, bro. You're definitely right, bro. We'll keep figuring it out. Um, yeah. You're going to be 65 and you're still going to be struggling with some things. So, and, you know, I am too. Like, look, dude. Paul, you got that diaper over there, bro. You got some more diapers on you, man. You got a diaper or two, man. You know what I mean? Bro, you got diapers at 65? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no diaper just come nope. out, though? <laughs> nah, dude. I shit my pants if I wear a diaper. <laughs> you gonna just ride? Hey, at sixty five, you gonna just roll around in the gown, huh? You even had underwear, no pants, nothing. Huh? You gonna ready to go at, oh, at a moment's yeah. notice? Not sixty five though, maybe like ninety five. Ninety five? Okay, who knows? Hope so. Hope so. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah, not sixty five. You're right. You're like ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We- <laughs> You want to you start wrapping up here? Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. We got about another uh, minute or two. So um, just to bring it all home, man, like you said, Paul, life is a marathon, man. Um, if you look around, if you if you only look around you and you don't focus on the end goal, then sometimes you can get caught up in what's going on. And so um, I guess just my final, my final thoughts for you guys is just uh, um, make a vision. Um, or if not, find a vision that you can believe in and join that vision and then 
Um, it's going to be work, guys. It's going to be work to, to, to get what you want to to move through the covid and move through the black lives matter and all the transitions that's going on in this nation it's going to take work um and then to also you know you know build your mind like we've like we've discussed in this podcast it's going to be work too as well embrace the work accept the fact that it's going to be work and then get down and just get to it because as yes as paul said listen man we all have our struggles ups and downs um but we're working, we're stumbling, we're falling. But the fact of the matter is we stumble forward. So I would just encourage everyone, man, to as well. Um, you know, just 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 even if you stumble, you fall or if you get if you get off track, the fact that you get back up and keep moving forward, man, um, that's the best thing you can do. And I understand it's going to be work and the work is not going to stop for no one. Neither is time. So use both to your advantage. I agree, man. Stumble forward. I like that. I think that'll be the name of the podcast. So, um, like always, I appreciate anyone who uh, listened and thanks for sticking with us, even though we've been uh, pretty inconsistent. And um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Until next week, we will. Uh, I guess we'll 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 do it again next week, man. <laughs> we'll do it again yeah. next week. Yeah. So, until then, it's been another episode of Beneath the Surface. Peace. Peace.